This is Jackson Argos, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, the most cheerful moment of your day because, of course, you're listening to Jackson Argos. Thank you. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're the general manager. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is an interview with the general manager of Ohio Championship Wrestling, Glenn Lane. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever-listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose a desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net like i said this is an interview with the general manager of ohio championship wrestling glenn lane you know we've featured ocw a lot here recently and you know they are a company that i do like to support outside of aiw so i'm really happy that i got a chance to sit down with glenn lane this was right before the DBI a couple weeks ago. And the sole purpose was for it to be released this week, partially because as of right now, I will have this week's episode and next week's episode done. For those of you who don't know, I'm getting married on Saturday and I'm kind of taking next week off podcasting. I'm not going to be editing Pod Van Dam. They're taking the week off because of it. And, you know, technically there will be. A wrestling cheers episode but it's already in the can it's already done and that episode kind of works out i have ed from pod van dam on and we have a nice close to two hour discussion about a bunch of random stuff and then because it's a listener episode we played some voicemails of people that called in and of course we talked about those as well so yeah that's uh that's pretty much it so let's uh transition into a couple weeks ago when i sat down with Glenn Lane. And I also accidentally forgot his name because I wanted to call him a different Glenn. And I knew that wasn't right. But uh, here's the interview. All right. Back here on the podcast. And we are here at OCW's DBI 9. And I'm here with Glenn. I almost called you the wrong name. Hold on. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Help me for a second. If I had Paulie in here, I'd have him do it. It's the OCW general manager, Glenn Lane. Glenn Lane. I almost called you Glenn Moore. And that's somebody else. <laughs> If Paulie was in here. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Dude, uh been a while uh since I've had a nice uh, OCW interview and uh, you've you've actually wanted to come on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been following the wrestling cheer since I got back into the business and uh yeah. It's like, man, I, I gotta get on there with Justin. <laughs> I, I, I watch you on the, I watch you on the TikToks and, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, man, I gotta sit down with this guy. Like the knowledge that he has is unbelievable. And I'm yeah. like I'm picking his brain, he'll pick my brain. This this could be a great interview. Oh, it could be so much fun and 
like I don't know that much about you, but I know like just some of the conversations we've had. Like you've you you were involved in wrestling at one point yeah. and wrestled yeah. locally and yeah. all yeah. that. Here, uh, it was, it's, it's been probably twenty seven years now. So I got that I got out of it. Started when I was eighteen. I don't know. A lot of people don't know the name, but it was Steve the Green Hornet. Okay, Barberton. Uh, that's who actually trained me. And a funny story to that. You know, I guess it's a oxymoron. I guess if you want to call it. Um, I was at a place today for a sponsorship for OCW moving forward, and uh, the lady actually knows him, and she's like, "I got to call him and tell him you're here." Yeah, and she called him, and he uh, he knew who I was. He re- he remembered everything. He's like, "Oh my god, you're." He didn't even know I was back in it. Yeah, so he's actually coming tonight to uh, to see me. So that was that was really cool. Yeah. So what happened is I got with some bad apples, um, and it just didn't work out. Um, yeah. So I walked away. Uh, I. Th- I guess in high insight, I should have just at that time period, that many years ago. Yeah. It's not like it is today mm-hmm. where there's three, four five different places just in Ohio that you can go and work at that time. There was only one or two. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so it was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I did. And uh, just fortunately, 27 years later, <laughs> the offer came back up to come back. And I was like, man, I'm too old to wrestle. But general manager. Role? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I love it. You know, I, I wish I had this 27 years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a whole, like the environment of wrestling has changed so much in, in, in that time span. And yes, it's gotten a lot better in, in many, many different ways. And the fact that even fans and wrestlers can have so many options, I'm just on a national level, but on a local level. Yeah. And like, especially like I say, this region as a whole is great. Yeah, There's it is. a lot of great wrestling everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time. Uh, I was still around people that I knew, mm-hmm. so like Shasta, okay. yeah. guys like that from MCW, all them guys, I still talk to them. You know, God rest his soul, Shasta passed yeah, away, yeah, yeah. but I still talk to them, and I still went to shows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Dave Stafford at MOW, I still went to their shows and supported them. Yeah. I just wasn't part of it no more. I wasn't one of the boys anymore. I just yeah. kind of was a fan. Um, and, and even Stafford years back was like, come on in. And I was like, eh, no, I'm good. Then just one day the itch came, the call came, and it all kind of just worked together, and OCW was there. And it's been great ever since. Yeah, and they're God, both those companies are gone now. Yeah, yeah, both are gone. Yeah, Mid-Ohio, like, it's ironic, actually, you mentioned those two companies, because within my first year of going to independent shows, like, literally, I think in the first six, seven months, I went to their shows back-to-back. Yeah. I think it was, I don't know if it was back-to-back weekends, or they were very close. One had... MCW had Matt Hardy. Yep. And uh, MOW the next week or whenever it was, a couple weeks later, had Rhino. Okay. And that was, I believe, the only time I went to MCW and the first time of only like two or three that I went to MOW. And a lot of times it just came down to schedule and everything else. But, right. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's why we, you know, there's only a few left now. So mm-hmm. we all kind of work around each other and we make sure that every wrestling fan can enjoy every show that they want to go to. Oh, yeah. They don't have to pick and choose. Oh, they're both, you know, on the same night and I really want to go here, but I want to go here. We make sure now that everybody kind of works together. Yeah. And it's awesome. And the overlap is rare. And I mean, because obviously it's. It like, is. It's very rare now. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very hard with all these companies, and then you have like other companies that are tr- like trying not to book as other companies. So it's like I know it's just sure. such a very hard thing to book. It is. It is. Yeah. But uh, now that everybody's kind of working together, we're just using everybody, right? Yeah. Use every guy from every region at this point. Mm-hmm. So. That's one thing I, I like about how in the past like few years, I feel like 
OCW has opened up a little bit more, bringing something like bringing like people from AIW. Absolutely. When you have like that 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 company really close, sure. and you have a lot of the younger talent that needs reps, needs matches, needs exposure. Yeah. That's this is the the perfect. Even tonight we have we have a few, and that yeah. to me, I think it's five. Awesome. Five, I think. That would be because uh, we got some in the Rumble too. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. Not going to say names because I can't spoil the, the fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, people listening to this will hear that after the fact. They'll hear it after, but I want them to still be surprised to come back and look and see who was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I do know, like, it's actually, like, really cool, too. Like, PME. Mm-hmm. They're they're a tag team here tonight. Yep, they're here tonight. Uh, they've done a lot of stuff recently, but I remember them. DBI 6, I think I want to say. Yes, it was. Yep. And, like, like they, that's when they first debuted. And they, I was wondering, like, how is this crowd going to take to them? They're going to like them. They're going to hate them. That's... Some people probably right. aren't used to them. They got over quick. Yeah. Like, I don't think they were in the ring yet, and everybody was like, I like this team. Yeah. It's kind of, the fans here at OCW are kind of weird. Yeah. To be honest with you, like, the ones that you think that they would boo like crazy, mm-hmm. they love. Yeah. You know, we have a, a lot of guys here that you are hated everywhere else we go by other people. Mm-hmm. But when they're here, the OCW fans love them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's it's awesome. One minor exception, Derek Dillinger. I no, I mean I've had the crazy Derek Dillinger. Is that who you're talking about? Well, like I know fans who are like he said this to me, and like I I don't like him, and I'm like, did you say something to him beforehand? Oh, you did. Well, fair is fair. Yeah, yeah. He he's not gonna bite his tongue. No, he's not gonna bite his tongue. I've loved seeing him here. That's another dude. Like he was here years ago, years upon years ago. Yeah, and then now like still coming around here like and like. It's so much fun to watch him, yeah. and like some of the stuff he's done, like the whole thing with Mathis. Yeah, like I love that. Yeah, that's uh that's a that's a whole nother uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that in real life the cops were legitimately Le- called on the them. cops were legitimately called on them too, and I I was here for that. Yes, uh, that was that is there is no lie, no fabrication, no nothing. No. The deputy sheriffs came in to arrest them too. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. Yeah, I was uh, I was here for it. There was I mean, we, they did just the thing after the show, kind of just for future program of them like going after each other, and legitimately, someone called the cops yeah. on them. Yep, because they thought something yep. was actually going. And like that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> can't write that. Yeah, you, you can't write. Yeah, you're you're right. It was it's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect. Couldn't mm-hmm. ask for anything better. Yeah. Yep. Perfect night. It was a perfect night. And that was was that the last? That was tradition. Okay, I'm just saying that that was the last show before we got into the summer shows. Like last yes. time we were here. So that was our first show back from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The year plus build to one show. Right. Yeah. And it went off. I thought we we came back bigger and better than we were years prior. Yeah. Like tradition kind of set our bar moving forward in the future of OCW. Mm-hmm. And we have to hold that bar now higher. Yeah. And, and I think we are. I think our summer was great. I think we had more fan than we we've had in a long time for outdoor events, mm-hmm. and I think we're just getting bigger and better. Yeah. So like uh, tonight, I just got the news: uh, our front row sold out before the show even started. Wow. And that doesn't usually happen. No. So that's you know, and that's accounted to all of our talent as well, right? Everybody yeah. that comes in here, they're working there, and we're all working together. It's a great locker room, and it's just we're just getting better. Mm-hmm. You gotta love it. I love it. Love every bit of it. Yeah, a lot of those great summer shows. Like I know I miss Mogador, but. I did hear that it wasn't necessarily as normal. This year's Magador? Yeah. No, there, there was no carnival, no nothing. All they had was us, some bands, and a beer garden. Okay. Um, and we got told when the show was over 
that it was actually the biggest crowd that they have had wow. for an OCW show. There was over 500 people there. Wow. And that was that's huge. Yeah. Like, that's huge for us. That means we've caught the eye of some people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't usually, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're used to, you know, 250, 300. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. To yeah. us, that's a great show. Yeah. When we have a picture that was on our on our Facebook page yeah. that somebody took before the show started, and I mean, all the bleachers were full, people were sitting everywhere, and it wasn't like it was like five to six, seven people back, yeah, and standing. It was insane. It was great. We loved it, and the fireworks helped. Yeah, you know? I I always think like for someone getting into independent wrestling or just in this area, that's kind of your ideal move yeah. because it's it's a free show. Yeah. Yep. What better way to try something than a free sample? Right, it's, right. You can't get wrestling at, right. a, at a store where it's like, here, try this free sample. But when you have something like that, especially when the carnival is there. Yeah. When you're like, you want you want some fair food? You want right. you know, to go ride with the kids? Oh, by the way, free wrestling show if you want to go see it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was crazy. That's what was crazy to us when we got there. We thought it, we were kind of told it was still the festival. So we're pulling in. I'm pulling in with this big trailer with a ring in it. And I'm like, nobody here. <laughs> Did we get the right weekend? And I'm like. And I have a cop like directing me and I'm like, okay. So, and I get there and I'm like, oh man, this is, this might be bad. Yeah. And then 10 minutes before the show, we happened to look out and I'm like, holy moly, where did they come from? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it was, it was awesome. And and we were even told they actually contracted us for the next two years nice. to be at the festival. So yeah. we're, we did something right. Oh yeah. So we're good. Yeah. I even think that was my technical first OCW show. And then I didn't get to come until t- a couple of years later at uh, at the old school. Yeah. Which I I love. We, we love it, too. Um, it sucks that we're just not there anymore. Yeah. But Chaparral's is still not bad. I mean, oh, yeah, Chaparral's is, is awesome. Um, there, I felt like at the at the gym, at the OCW arena. Yeah. You got more personable because you were there. Like, it was almost like you were there in the action. Even the bleachers that went upward, even at the top, you were like looking down. Yeah. Almost like an underground. It was yeah. kind of cool. It was. It, I thought it was kind of cool. It was a little smaller than here, yeah. a lot smaller than here, a lot smaller. But it was. I don't know. To me, it was just. This is the way I, I always described it: is the fact that it felt like a studio wrestling show. Like when I saw perfect. Pitch, when I saw pictures, yeah, perfect. Because then once I I went to my first show there and I went, this is what I'm seeing in the pictures, right? Like you made like the best of. I don't want to say nothing, but like. Oh, oh no, like, you're right. It was yeah. the best of nothing. It was a small you know, kindergarten gym that we transferred into an arena Yeah, and it worked. It worked really well. I mean, we wish we were still there. Like some, me and some of the guys talk about it. We wish we were still there Yeah, because it was awesome, but our fan base has grown. Exactly. So people would have missed out on a show now Mm -hmm. because you can only fit a certain amount in. And then that was it. There, there was no other Mm -hmm. room for any kind of improvement. It was, it was what it was here. We can put 5,000 in here. Mm -hmm. So, and even with the, uh, that building, I think the last time I was, the last time we were there, uh, for Trent, uh, for whatever tradition number it was, like that was the only time I'd ever seen where there was bleachers for the side. Yeah. To it, cause it was like, we're getting a lot of people. We got to yeah. fit more people. And, fit and that was, yeah. I've noticed with, with a lot of companies, like when you're, it's, it definitely works like the big fish, small pond thing of like, or just like when you get a bigger fish and, and too yeah. small of a tank because, you're going to, you're going to stunt your growth. Absolutely. And you have to move to a bigger venue and then fill that right. to get to where like you, that's so you move on to the next stage. And I mean, I do think that's where OCW was, where yeah. a lot of people were coming and like you needed, you needed a place like this. Absolutely. Like, does it look as nice as like really cool? Like not like, like Chaparral is bad. No, no, no. Like it was just like, 
it had that like studio quality. It did. It, it had that. It was OCW's home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, when you walked in, you knew like you were like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Like it pumped you up before the show even started. You're mm-hmm. kind of like, is this real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like the feeling when you get to go to your first like WWE or AEW, something show like that. You're kind of like, holy moly, is this real? Yeah. You know, like it's fun. It's mm-hmm. we, yeah, we miss it. I think there's like two different type of venues for uh, wrestling promotions. You have the ones that it feels unique and it feels genuine. And then you have ones that it's not that, that it doesn't feel genuine, but it's like, it definitely feels like this is a wrestling show at that venue. Yes. I think that's I what, that's kind I of agree. what I feel with here. And that's the difference between. Yeah. The, yeah there is a now. difference. Yeah. yeah. We, what we try to do here is, you know, when we get here, we try to turn this into ours. Yeah. Like if you came in here, you'd be like, Oh, okay. They're here all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, this is their home. This is where they train. This is, and it's not, you know, but we try to make it feel like that. And it, it's harder here just because it's so big. Yeah. And you can't really do anything different here. Where at the gym, if we decided we wanted to paint the walls black, we could. Yeah. We just can't do that here. Obviously. So. I will say, like, this is a great venue for a wrestling It show. is. It is. It really is. Did it use, I feel like it used to be a bowling alley. It was a bowling alley. <laughs> knew it. it has that feel. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. So I, when I, I, I'm born and raised here in Springfield okay. Township. Okay. So- my grandparents, my mother, all them, they were on bowling leagues here. Okay. It used to be called Bel Air Lanes. Okay. Yeah. So as a kid, I sat up top and watched my parents and grandparents down at the bottom bowling on the floor that we wrestle on. Okay. Yep. I'm going to have to ask my dad about that. He grew up in this area too, not Springfield Township, but he grew up more Thomastown. Okay. Yep. Like he, the I don't know if I've ever said it here on the podcast, but uh, my dad actually went to the haunted schoolhouse in the portory when it was a school. Okay. Like that it is like that long ago. Okay. And like the joke he always used, but I, I loved it, was um yeah, it's you know, it's been so many years since I've been here, but look like the staff's the same. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yep. But yeah, the yeah, I'll have to ask him about that because it does yep. have that feel. Beller Lanes is what it used to be called. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I do love coming here too. It's just I wish more people would check out OCW. That's why I, I try to spotlight as much as sure. I, as much yeah. as I can. Yeah, I think we hit. Uh, I don't know if it was because of COVID and that people were just not out as much. Mm-hmm. And then when we kind of started popping up on social media, and they're like, "We don't have anything to do. Let's go check this out." Because we saw a lot of new faces mm-hmm. over the summer. So we're you know we're hoping that rolls over and they actually you know enjoyed it and it sounds like they did because we get messages all the time of people hey where you at next and mm-hmm. what are you doing next so we're hoping that we are bringing in more fans and we're, we're bringing in more talent that's kind of more across the globe here area yeah. wise yeah so I, I think it'll work I think it's I think I think we're doing okay yeah that's why I'm I'm hoping just more fans in general find independent wrestling because I I do too it's so weird that like this is a very like I said a very good area but you'll have so many fans just oblivious and right. it's like all these wrestlers like have come through this area one way or another they have they really have like some of the top stars right now have been through s- somewhere around here yeah you know what i mean like some have came through ocw some has come through aiw they're coming from here mm-hmm. you know cincinnati wise i mean alexa bliss uh john moxley all those guys they're they were all they've all been in a match at ocw yeah. At one point or another, mm-hmm. they've been in a match at AIW one point or another. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, people don't understand that. Like the guys you see today might mm-hmm. be the guys you see tomorrow on TV at AEW oh, yeah. or WWE. Or even like the recent boom of Danhausen. Like so right. many people are going crazy. But like I just came from Toy Ohio where he was at. And a friend of mine was telling me that he was talking to people in line. And he was kind of like telling them, like, listen, 
there's, you know, this isn't new for me because like we've seen Danhausen for years. Right. But if you check out some of these shows and if you are local, because I know some people did come from out of state a little bit further for, for that show, but it's like this, like I said, this is, this is a great era. I've met so many wrestlers and seen them, seen them come up and then I couldn't do that anywhere else. And it's like, they're all oh. right here. And like, I kind of people like go through my pictures like, oh, you met so-and-so? Yeah, because they were, you know, right down the road. Britt right Baker. Road. I've seen Britt Baker many times. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. People don't get it. Like uh, main event. Main event. Yeah. I love main event. Yeah. And uh, they're good guys. And they've mm-hmm. been here. They've been in OCW. They've yes. been in AEW. They've been everywhere. Like, and, you know, now they're starting to get noticed in other places. So mm-hmm. the guys and girls that have been here, these kids that have seen them in an indie show, one day are going to turn on their TV and be like, I saw them. Yeah. You know that. And to me, that's like, that's the coolest thing. Like I had my son here last night. We were sitting up the ring. Mm-hmm. He's never been here before. He's 12. Okay. And he got in with the guys to help him set up. <laughs> and when we were on the way home, he was so like crazy that he got to do that. Yeah. So you know what he's going to do at school on Monday? Yeah. I helped set up the OCW ring. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to show kids that this is. This is fun. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's how I got into it. Oh, me too. I was eight years old and my uncle Mark, love him to death, like a father to me, took me to like the unannounced kind of WrestleMania that was at the Coliseum. Yeah. When Hulk Hogan and Macho Man were in a match, I was on the front row. Ooh. Eight years old, I was on his shoulders. <laughs> and from that day on, you know, I'd, I'd stay up late at night or act like I was sleeping till my parents went to bed and I'd go out and turn the TV on so I could watch Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it was crazy that it made it drew me in being there. So that's for a lot of families. It's hard to do that because of the pricing of it. Mm-hmm. Go to an indie show. Yeah. You will get closer to the action, mm-hmm. closer to the wrestlers, and you'll get to enjoy a show. I promise. I've always I've always put a guarantee. I've told people that have never been here. Hey, come check it out. If you don't like it, when you walk out, I'll pay you back your money. And not one person's came and asked me for the money back. Yeah. So. I enjoy indie wrestling. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm in it, but if I wasn't in it, I'd still be a fan in the crowd. Yeah. And that's why I think it works really well here because we all are still fans at heart. Mm-hmm. So it works. We all talk. We all, you know, there's a committee of us and we all work the shows, work the matches and it works fine. We're good. We're good to go. Yeah. I think kids are a great demographic for, they are, especially, especially like, uh, like here at OCW, mm-hmm. like get, get them in, get them hooked. Yep. And, hopefully like you can turn those fans into bigger fans. And like, for me, my, my big hook for wrestling was just like, my dad was always watching it. Sure. And then I w- I was watching it too, but I really wasn't into it. Just like, Oh, it's on TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I know after like what clicked for me was when Lex Luger slammed Yokozuna on the, uh, aircraft carrier on 4th of July. Yep. And for, for some reason, like I'd watched stuff before that. Yeah. But that was like, that was the moment where I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. And I just yeah. started following the, the storyline. Like, I was know, hooked. Yeah. And you know what's funny? As we're sitting here talking, I can see your eyes lighting up. Yeah. And mine are too, because we're talking about stuff that we love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. The younger you are to get to come and see this, mm-hmm. the more you're going to fall in love with it as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, as an adult, you become more adapted to what's going on, but you still, it's the thrill of it. Yeah. It's the love of it. It's like, man, this is awesome. And I, I just... I, I still catch myself watching other indie shows that I'm not part of mm-hmm. because now I'm hooked to some of their storylines. Yeah. Because I'm still a fan at heart, so mm-hmm. I want to check it out. Oh, yeah. And I love it. I love every bit of it, man. I, it's, it's great. Another thing I know you're a fan of is the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
This, yeah. is, this is a conversation we've, we've had since we've met. Just, <laughs> yeah. just our, our, our back and forth. Yeah. How are you feeling about the Steelers right now? Which, for the record, this is a, a week or so before uh, this releases. So whatever they've done uh, before we, we're on week. Weeks five. five? Yeah, five. Week God. five, yeah. Because yeah. we're two and three. So. Yeah. So And we got Seattle Sunday night, so. We have the undefeated Cardinals, Cardinals. with, with uh, Nick Chubb out. That that's gonna be a that's gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Uh, see, and Jarvis is he's back, but questionable. Yeah, I think they rostered him. They took him off IR, but whether he plays or not. And I saw a rumor this morning Odell might be traded. They might be trading Odell. I believe it when I say to it. Arizona. I believe it when I say it. Me too. Well, I mean, he's last year of his contract, so if you can get some value out of him, get it now. Yeah, he didn't do anything for you guys. So, um, yeah, uh, there's a chance that we're three and three going into our bye week, coming out of our bye week, playing the Cleveland Browns, which I will be at that game. You will. Yes. Yeah. I don't go to Cleveland games. Why? Those Browns up there. Those Browns fans, man. I always I actually always told people I don't hate the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. I never have. No, I hate the Baltimore Ravens. I don't. Yeah. I, I can't stand their coach. Can't stand looking at him. I don't hate the Browns. I hate their fans. I hate their fans. You for 25 years, we have watched you guys get beat, pummeled. And most Steelers fans that I know personally are like, dude, it's it stinks for you guys. Like, it's horrible. Like they we actually give credit to Cleveland Browns fans because I would have left. I would have been like, you know what? I'll go somewhere else. I can maybe not so much Pittsburgh or maybe Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Because Cincinnati was good for a lot of years there for a few years. You didn't. You stuck through it. So those kind of fans, because they don't usually run their mouths, mm. they they're realists, right? Yeah, pretty much what I am. Pittsburgh's been the daddy of the North for the last twenty years, really have for the most part. Yes, for the most part. Only besides any, Baltimore, I'll say if anybody's challenged them, it is Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so if you ask a real Steelers fan, they're going to be like, "It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to see that rivalry back a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not really a rivalry yet. Got a lot of years for that because it's been really lopsided, Baltimore." If you go to Pittsburgh, we don't talk about Cleveland. In Pittsburgh, we don't talk about Cleveland. Yeah. It's Baltimore. They we Baltimore. It's all Baltimore. But now that Cleveland has an average quarterback and the, probably the best duo in the backfield and one of the best probably. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> everybody laughs at me because I have three fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. My first pick in every fantasy team was Nick Chubb, and everybody's like, "Really, really?" As a as a, as a Steelers, fan, I'm trying to win money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when it comes to that, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Nick Chubb. Money over fandom. <laughs> <laughs> all day. All day. And right now, every every all three of my teams are four and one. So I'm I'm okay. I'm yeah, sitting pretty. Yeah. But uh I do. I, I I can't wait till the 31st, which will be your first official day as a married man. Yes, that's so and we we pick this game up like this is a, a like a honeymoon slash before we really go do the honeymoon. Well, number one, we're not doing a honeymoon. Okay. Just uh, with me changing jobs recently, can't. Yeah, no, I just don't have makes sense. No, I, I got when I got married years ago. I'm, I'm with you. But this wasn't like me and her planning it. This was me and the Browns backers planning it. Oh, that's awesome. So she didn't know. She knew it was. I think she knew it was an option. Okay. But when we finalized it, because we were talking about money, all the all the prices for every game that we could go to was a certain level. Yeah. A little bit higher than that was the Bears game, which I found weird. Yeah. And that's why I thought. Uh, what's his name was going to start that game because I'm like yeah. I'm like okay Justin Fields has to start that game because why sure. is this a little bit higher yeah 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 and then for probably even, the hope of it maybe the hope of them the starting yeah but 
even more than that was the Steeler game. And I always forget. I did have season tickets once. I did go to one Brown Steelers game, but this was 2011, and they sucked that year. Yeah. So I forget a lot about that season. That and it was I had the season tickets with my ex, uh, okay. so it just yeah completely washed that memory out. But now I feel like it's it's means more. Yeah. Going to this game more than Absolutely. anything because we have the actual benefit of hey we could win. Right. Why well, I, I wish you the best and having fun. Yeah. I can't wish you the best in them winning. <laughs> we need to win that. Because there, there's a chance that you guys could be three and four coming into our game, yeah, which would put us above you. And it's Ben's not promising, but right now we're we didn't look bad, so yeah. maybe the line is gelling. Um, I still, I as a Steelers fan, I didn't have us winning more than seven games this year, so yeah, I'm already starting to look like I might lose that bet because they they might hit eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the tough patch is kind of right now. And if we can go into bye week healthy and stuff starting to roll, they could make a run. But the North is no joke. No. Cincinnati's proved that now. It's no yeah, joke. They're better than better than I thought they were going to be. Yes. Yeah. Then yeah. Got- I was thinking two more years. Mm-hmm. And this was like, like when they played Pittsburgh, they dominated Pittsburgh. And yeah. I'm like, okay, the two years moved up to now, mm-hmm. you know, and Burrow stays upright. They're going to be dangerous. Baltimore, I'm not so much scared about. They're one-dimensional. I think if you – Pittsburgh and, – and this is what's funny. I tell people. I mean, did you watch that Monday game? But they're not playing Pittsburgh or Cleveland, mm-hmm. which defense is almost the same. Mm-hmm. You put a nickel out there, which they didn't do. Mm-hmm. You put a nickel out there, and you've got four to five nickels running in You know the defense. He doesn't make those. Yeah. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. They don't win that game. All they did was go into almost a prevent, which was no clue why. Why are you playing a cover two, cover three against a kid that can at least throw the ball or run? Yeah. You're going to give him five to ten yards every play. That's the dumbest thing to do. Good football. Good I think football. I think with the Browns, what we what we could end up seeing, and this will be funny with the whole rivalry thing, we could get it where Pittsburgh is in the basement for a little while, and then the real rivalry comes down to the Browns and the Ravens. It could. It really could. It could. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of Browns backers. We yeah. talked about that before. And uh, they actually brought up a good point. If Cleveland's going to try to keep Pittsburgh, they got to do it. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh sits at $78 million next year in salary cap space. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stay at the bottom. Yeah. It's just a franchise that don't do it. No, um, They're going to go spend the money. They've pretty much came out and said, Ben's not coming back next year. They've pretty much said it. And then they're not going to go after a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I have an idea who I think will be the next starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anybody but Aaron Rodgers. It will not be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, thank God. I hope not. It's probably going to be Mitch Trubisky. Oh. I'm a Mitch fan. That kid got no break in Chicago. He put They put everything against him, and he still, at the time, before he got benched, was 4-1 and one mm-hmm. with decent stats. Yeah. Mitch sitting behind Allen for a year? Yeah. I'll take him. Better than Rudolph. Better than Haskins. Yeah. But that's I, – I know that the rumor is that secretly Aaron Rodgers is going to find his way to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. that he's – you know, there's been behind – you know, behind closed doors, people said that he's wanted to always play for Tomlin. and But why go backward? He's only going to play another three or four years. Yeah. Get a guy in there that's decent. You got him for another nine or ten. Get your running game going. Bulk up your line. Your defense is set for the next ten years almost. Mm-hmm. Why spend money that you don't have to? You could probably sign Mitch for four years at thirty million. Yeah, nobody's going to go after Mitch. He's a backup now. There's value there. Let him let him fight. And, and, and 
try to tell people this. They don't get it. I coached uh, semi-pro football for five years. Mm-hmm. I owned a team. Um, so I know a little bit about football. Not a lot, but I know a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mason Rudolph is 6-2 and two and almost beat the Cleveland Browns last year with all backups, with Cleveland starters. That turned around a week later against Pittsburgh starters and demolished them. Mason has not been taken out of the mix yet. Mm-hmm. So you got to give a kid a chance. There's, there's a lot of football. There's a lot of football left. and if But if Cleveland's going to do it, Cleveland's got to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be an all-in now because – I don't know what their investment is in Baker because they're not really saying. Yeah. Um, they, there's a reason why they signed a backup for three years, $33 million. Yeah. That's, to me, if I'm a fan, just a fan, mm-hmm. you're asking, why would you spend that much on a backup? That I know that him and Kevin are buddies, and Kevin made him better in Minnesota. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. I, I, there's too much football. With, with them expanding that schedule, the first five weeks don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It really don't. Like, it's almost like a preseason at this point now. I mean, yeah, you've got this, like, I think recently with with the NFL, you have, like, preseason, which starters don't play that much. Mm-hmm. But then you have maybe that first five weeks or so where it's the real preseason of right. getting everything, yeah. you know, working out to where I'm not saying this is 100% true, but maybe if we get the Browns and the Chiefs early in the playoffs, mm-hmm. that could be a different game just because, like, would be. this was coming straight from offseason mm-hmm. to all right, we know what works, we know what doesn't work, and we're we you especially if you make the playoffs, you should be a well-oiled machine at that I agree. time. I'm with you. Yeah, I agree with that. And yep. then, I mean, that also is what I've always said about week one. Like, we, crazy shit happens week one. Pittsburgh statistically is never good one through five, except last year. They don't have a winning record. Yeah, except for <laughs> last year, which they played. <laughs> they weren't bad the last yeah. five weeks. Yeah, I mean, they were bad the yeah. last five weeks. Yeah, well, they played better teams. Yeah, played better teams, and you had a line that was averaging forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think you're seeing it now. Last last week, they actually there was a stat up that uh, they were one of the best offensive lines last week for that week. Mm-hmm. So they're they're getting better. It's, it's a wait and see. Game. I think the the biggest like thing with what comes to success of the Steelers is that what you kind of mentioned earlier of like they have a proven history. Yes. The only thing is, if like you look in the history books of all NFL, somewhere teams fall off. They always for, do. For Pittsburgh, if, if they've fallen off, it hasn't been far. But the thing that I'll always point, at least with them, it wasn't them falling off as big. It was getting started. Yeah. yeah. It didn't take until around the time the first Super Bowl that they won. Because mm-hmm. like, there's decades where they were abysmal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before, the, like, 77, they were horrible. Mm-hmm. And they were even, they weren't really that good in the mid-'80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still weren't great in the 90s with Cordell Stewart, mm-hmm. Neil Donald. Mike Tomzak. They you know what I mean? Like they weren't great. Bobby Brewster. <laughs> they weren't great. Yeah. Uh they weren't really good until Ben came. Ben is a different kind of quarterback. Yeah. Um, even you know, even Terry Bradshaw says it. I could never have done what he did. I had every other piece. You know, you look back at the Steelers history, Bradshaw wasn't the best on the team. Yeah. He had wide receivers that would have been starters everywhere. He had running backs that were Hall of Famers within, you know, he had everything. The defense was probably one of the best defenses ever. Mm-hmm. Ben, for a lot of years, it was him and average players and still won Super Bowls. Ben Ben was good in his time. His time's over. Yeah. Two years ago, his time was – when he got hurt, that should have been it. He should have called it. That should have been it. Mm-hmm. My belief, it should have been Because he's not simple. It's over. No, he's – He can't run. He tripped over his own feet two weeks ago with nobody around him. And his legs used to be like one of his like assets. Yeah. 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 He could he could shrug you off and throw a 40, 50-yard bomb. Yeah. Not now. That's over. He's done. Though when it comes to Neil O'Donnell, he was my favorite uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Yeah, mine too. 
Mine too. Yeah. yeah, I remember that Super Bowl very, very well. Super Bowl Thirty in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. I don't know what a Super Bowl is, so that's all right. You're, there's a chance they get there. there there's a chance, man. Don't just hope that there's not a Cleveland curse. I would have thought the Cavs would have broke that, but the Indians crapped out like the same year. So, I mean, that whole thing. Curse is alive. <laughs> that whole thing. When there's well, the a, Guardians. I'm sorry. Guardians. Well, there was a lot of fans that uh, kind of made fun of the Heat. Not the Heat, but uh, the Golden State Warriors for it's karma. I wouldn't make fun of it because I was like, no, that's some Cleveland shit. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Normally, yeah. we're on the other end of that. So, right. Like, somehow the deck got shuffled. It did. And they got our hand and we got their hand. You got it. So, like, oh. when we literally went up three to one in the World Series, I was like, I don't like this. I don't no. like this at all. No. Like, we have to be winning by a massive amount in the ninth inning yeah. for me to maybe, and even, maybe think and we're going to Even game get it. seven kind of made you go, holy crap, we still might win this. And then that, uh, I thought we were going to lose, and then we pulled the comeback. <laughs> yeah, and then the lightning and uh, the life of a Cleveland fan. Had the had the Cavs win, which was great. Yeah, it was. It was. So it was now great. I'm just, and I'll say this too: like I'm hands down a football guy. Me too. I can enjoy baseball. I can enjoy yeah. basketball. The Cavs winning felt great, but yeah. nothing will compare nothing. to if even even if imagine just the Browns make it to the Super Bowl. It wouldn't. It would be. It would be a Super Bowl win. Yeah. They're still going to have a parade. Cleveland's okay. having a parade if they make it to the Super Bowl. I've, I've and they should. They should. I mean, they. In all honesty, for what Browns fans have had to endure, yeah, for the last since '99. To be honest with you, well, if you want to go far back, '95. Yeah, but they were good in '95. They really could. But been, we were. But the fall, following year, they would have been great. But the, like the falling apart of the team yeah, and that's, uh, that's, obviously move like moving in the right. like it definitely started that year. It did. It did. It did. I. I it did. I, I can't argue. Like that's the thing. Like I want to so bad this year. Like every time a Browns fan's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kill," I so bad want to be like, "Really? History has proven you wrong." And but then I'm like, like let the Browns fan. You finally have something. Get up on a Sunday morning, drop down a tailgate, put on some burgers, pop open a beer at eight o'clock, and be like, "There is a chance we're winning today." <laughs> and you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm serious. Like that's I've I've never you know I'm. I'm going to be 41 next sunday okay i have never really had the pleasure of having a losing season really that bad mm-hmm. where i didn't wake up and think that there's a chance the steelers will win this year i had a few of those and i'm like man it sucks yeah. <laughs> this is horrible like this like when we played when we played green bay i'm like this sucks this is what <laughs> a bad team looks like i'm like oh this sucks like i just wanted to turn it off but I didn't because I'm a fan. Yeah. So I watch it clear to the end, even though it's a blowout. I watch it till the end. I'll watch it till the end if we're losing that bad, like especially those 0 and 16 years. Yeah. But I might have less attention. Yeah, there was less. I was more on my phone, like looking at my of, fantasy. Yeah. Like, is there anybody I should change for the four o'clock? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Like, yeah, that is the one thing that sucks about yep. being a Browns fan. I'll say this too, and I've said it for a very long time. I I think if the Browns just make it to the Super Bowl. There will be a statue of whatever that quarterback is. Maybe it's Baker. Maybe it's somebody else. You can't put Baker that, in Ohio. You cannot put a statue of Baker in Ohio. Yeah, you can. Ohio State fans will. Yeah, they'll, that, they'll tear it down. That's why I don't care much for college sports. That's the only shot that I really have on Browns right now. Mm-hmm. Is every time they cheer Baker, I'm like, remember he put it in the O. That's. But I still do it. He put it in the O because you do have those diehard Ohio State fans, oh, yeah. diehard Browns fans, and they don't like Baker. They're like, I can't, just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I make sure, like every time, I'm like, remember the. Oh, like I don't, 
Like, I like Ohio State, but I'm not like a diehard for it. Now, see, I'm more of a college guy. But I I mean, I like Ohio State because I'm from Ohio. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the turnaround. Yeah. Because, like, literally someone you're rooting for one year is gone. Is gone in like a handful of years. And then on top of it, if you have a pro team, just just like Baker, it can can go either way of like, oh, I I hate him. And then he gets drafted to your team and you have to be a fan of his. I, I don't care what anybody says, like that team up north. When the Browns drafted Jabril Peppers, I was happy. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. I, that's who that be right. I mean, that's who he went to man. college for. We're gonna pay him. He's going to be an employee. Right. Right. So I'm going to be happy about that. Well, see, that's the same with like Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They they signed Clay, Chase Claypool, and I'm like, I gotta like him. But I don't like Notre Dame. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, I gotta like him because he's probably gonna be pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we go out and get Firemuth, and I'm like, really, like. He's probably going to be a good tight end for years to come. And he's yeah. young, he's big, and I'm like, ah, well, whatever. So yeah, college you can't. I mean, I guess you so much. If you're going to be a college fan, you can't be a college fan to the players. You got to be a college fan to the the college. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to say it. The best way to say it. But I I think a lot of Ohio State fans would, if they're Browns fans too, would change their. Oh, if he wins the Super Bowl, wins, oh, yeah. if he wins it. Oh, there he's a god. Exactly. That that that, that flag's gone. It's mm-hmm. gone. And then you know he, he's he's now the next. He's better than Bernie Kosar. Oh, I, I, that goes with it. The whole thing of whoever is the one that takes us to the Super Bowl. Not even once just takes us to the Super Bowl. The, they'll have a statue erect of him before the Super Bowl even yeah. kicks off yeah, yeah. by the stadium. And Bernie Kosar will start having to pay for every meal in the city and drinks and drink. Yeah, because he <laughs> well and drinks. A lot of drinks. He should be paying for those now, but yeah, he should. yeah actually, I as a Browns fan, I don't like Bernie Kosar, and it's more of a personal level thing, sure. Because I've I've been to one or two uh, autograph signings that he, well, one in particular, I was at the Hall of Fame. Was supposed to have all the '86 Browns. Mm-hmm. He was the only one that didn't show. Well, he probably couldn't. He was probably drunk. In all honesty, like I'm being, I mean, because pro- I've been to I've been to a couple like benefits, mm-hmm. uh, especially when I had my semi pro team. So we got invited to like stuff at Canton and stuff like that, and he would be there, and he was hammered, like wasted. And it just started like 20 minutes ago, so you know he's been drinking all day. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. And then he, what was it? I think he tweeted that day like something from home, like like a picture of like a fireplace or something. Yeah. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I didn't grow up with him because right. I was so young when he played. So I'm not. Sure. I'm not like, oh my god, my childhood here. I'm like, no. He was a guy like on his way out when I was getting into sure. football. That was the whole like right. literally the Vinny test of thirty years. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't care for him. So when he did that, I'm like, no, I don't. Right. I really don't like you. So the moment he has to start paying for everything in Cleveland and he gets demoted for just. I mean, he only took us to the AFC Championship. He didn't right. take us to the Super Bowl. Which granted, great, right. he took us right. there, right. but twice. That would, that would be like Chicago celebrating no. Rex Grossman for, I mean, right. he at least got the team yeah, to the yeah. Super Bowl, but right. they, they lost miserably. Right. And I say that also as a Bears fan. Yeah. Which that that defense was great. And Devin Hester. Yeah. It was a good team. The opening return to a Super Bowl. I was on the phone actually as that happened with the Colts fan friend of mine. Oh, wow. And it was, it was I was just like, yeah, Dead look at silence. that. We're, like, well, it's like, all right, we're already up 7 nothing. And yeah, it kind of went downhill a little bit after yeah. that. I mean, we hey, got more points, there? but just you still there? You still there? Yeah, just <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. All right, let's uh, start to wrap this. Yeah, up. let's get it out of here. I'm sure they're looking for me. It's about what two hours from showtime. Well, I got to get into the Faye Five questions. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, this is Booker T, five time champ, and this is the Faye Five questions. Now, can you dig it? Uh, let's start with. Uh, Let's go with a Jocelyn Navarro question. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Tacos? Tacos. Any particular taco from, like, is there Supreme. a, like... Supreme. Taco Supreme. Okay, from Taco Bell. Yep. 
Okay, there's not like a... Well, there is a place called... Uh, Oh, man, I don't even know the name of it. It's a little taco truck, and they do street tacos, mm-hmm. and they're actually pretty big. They do it with lamb, and it's actually really good. Okay. It's my favorite. That's my diehard favorite. That's, yeah. that's some yeah. shit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, question number two, wings, bone in or out? Oh, I got to have bone in, man. Okay. Yeah, bone in. It, this and is- I like the wing better than I do the drum. And I'll tell you why. Oh, you mean the, uh, not the wing, it's called the flat. The flat, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, because I know the trick of the pop. Take yes. Twist. Yes. I can. Uh, I've won wing eating contests where they've actually stopped around me and started watching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah flats are the yeah, best. They're the so best. so much easier. Like, I like them super hot. See, I'm not a hot person. That's probably why I don't have a gallbladder. I have an ulcer, and my stomach's probably eating alive. At so, but yeah. it's good. It's all right. We'll live. I, I can't do hot. I'm I'm trying to build my tolerance up. Like I just bought. Some, I eat Reapers, if you know what that is. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah uh, I just started buy, what I just buy, like a bottle of Tabasco, Sriracha, yeah. and Frank's Red Hot, just to like start me out. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, perfect. No, that's good. It's a good little bite. That's uh, you're good. You hang in there. And normally I don't buy like that kind of stuff. I don't like. Don't <laughs> <laughs> stick to the bio. <laughs> uh, question number three: Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Oh, are you a ne- neither? I don't really drink pop. For the longest time, I rarely drank it. I've been using kick lately. Just I'm just like saying fuck it and just drink it. I'm I'm more, but I'm more. I've always been more of a coke guy. I'm a iced tea mostly. Okay. Yeah. Any particular? I like peaks. Okay. Peaks iced tea. Like I know, never been a pop drink. Even as a kid, like I, people think it's crazy. I've the only birthday cake I've ever had in my life is an ice cream. I don't even like being a big guy. A lot of people are like, okay, right? I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Like I don't eat cake. I don't. I'm not a big chocolate person. Okay. I just kind of was raised. I mean, it was there growing up. It just never appealed to me. I've never been huge on cake. I'll eat it. But if I had the option between cake and pie, I'm taking pie every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or the only cake that I really, really like outside of ice cream cake is cheesecake, which is. Yeah, cheesecake. Kind it's of not a, really a cake. It's just it's a yeah, pie. It's a, yeah, it's cheese a pie. pie sounds weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, ice cream cake's good, too. Yeah. I always kind of forget about that one. But, yeah, I'm not huge. I think actually. It's I, the texture and. I, I'm not a big, I don't like the, yeah. I well, I think also too, like some of the cakes can be very basic. Sure. But I feel like fruit filling cakes, like with that, like in between the layers, you got Still like. Still can't do it. The, those I like more, but it, yeah. I, I rarely get them. Yeah. But even then it's like, you're kind of mixing a cake and a pie. So sure. it's like the, yeah. Uh, all right. Question number four. Let's go with bacon or sausage. Bacon. Yeah, kind of, kind of a common answer. You, you can do a lot of sausages. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm a sausage guy. Like if, I mean, I like both. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna turn any of it away. But uh, crispy or not crispy? Well, it's got to be real crispy. See, that's always a common answer. I'm the weird guy. When I get bacon, it has to be that not crispy. I don't. I don't know the exact word for it. Where it's yeah. like you cook it for a little it's bit, but it's like a medium. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was because yeah. nobody eats that raw. Mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, my wife likes it kind of like that. It's got like a. I don't know. I like it to where like when I bite into it, I hear that crunch. crunch yeah. 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 That's that's very common. But I don't know. People love bacon. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I could do without it, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm a sausage link guy. Sure. Oh no, I like sausage links too. Oh. Yeah. And then the right breakfast sandwich with hot sausage. Mm. Like I will say this. I mean, there's bacon can go great on some things, but the one that I think it's superior for sausage is the McRib. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. for some reason, like I remember trying them for the first time back to back. I had bacon first, and I was like, oh, it's all right. But the pancake flavor with the sausage just complement yep. each other. I'm going to give you one then that you have to try. Okay. Get the sauce or get the steak and egg bagel from McDonald's. Okay. Add a patty, sausage patty. Okay. 
I'll have to try that one. Try that. I thought you were going to say uh, back when breakfast was all day, which I don't think they do anymore. No, so. uh, Mick Griddle, take out whatever patty you have. Mm-hmm. Mick chicken patty. Yep. Yeah. 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 Which is it's good. Chicken and waffles, right, basically. Right. 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 No, you got to try it. I'm telling you. It's a, okay. It'll change your life. Question number five. How do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium well. Medium well. Ooh. Yeah, I like a little pink, but I don't like it bloody. Medium well. A good steak, medium well, should still be tender. Okay. Yep. I'm a medium rare guy. Yeah. I've had rare. I don't it's like not, blood, so I don't I, like blood on my plate. I've actually been told that's not blood. They can tell me whatever they want. To but me, it looks like blood. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, I'm actually, I, I really enjoy making steaks, and I kind of turn it into a job when I make them at home. Yeah. Um, usually, my steaks will sit for 72 hours in marinade before I even cook them. So, yeah, I just, it's got pink's okay, blood's not. At least you didn't say well done. That's the. No, God, no. You're, then you, you might as well just pick up some chalk. Pretty much. <laughs> so, no, no way. And all right, question number six that I always base around who I have on for you. I want to know uh, who hasn't appeared at OCW that you would like to within reason. Obviously you can't say John Cena. <laughs> kind of like that. Right, kind of like I, out of that realm. Uh, I'd like to bring John Moxley back. Oh, that, yeah, that'd be fun. That's in uh, off the record. I'm working on it. Okay. Now that I can't. So that would be, he, I would like to have John Moxley come in. We were, I think close for the pandemic. Yeah. When he left WWE, um, he was kind of doing like more of the South stuff of where he started. And he was making appearances. Um, I just don't know where he's at at this point, but it would be really cool because I heard he gave back a lot, and we'd, we'd like to act in OCW. Yeah. So, yep. So that's the guy. Yep. My pick is I want the production back. especially get, Tell Eddie to get ready. Well, not even just that. The, 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 the current production. Well, oh, I'm saying the current. The current. Well, you never know. I, you know I can't tell you nothing. I'm trying to get <laughs> – I want I want Ziggy back. Yeah? My, my, I think my current dream match for here is Derek and Ziggy versus – Chuck and Natalie. Hmm. Hmm. Take that under consideration. I'll take it under a lot of consideration. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds I'll good. leave it at that. Okay. A lot of consideration. All right. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? No, man. Appreciate you having me. Well, it's so- been a pleasure. Social media for you and OCW? Yeah. Uh, you can check us out at ocwrestling.net to buy tickets and any upcoming shows. You can check us out at Ohio Championship Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Which is at OCW OCW online. Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. So there you have it. Glenn Lane from Ohio Championship Wrestling, the general manager. You know, if you're in the Northeast Ohio area and you go to AIW shows, I always suggest you to come out to OCW. And uh, lately, OCW has been using a lot of AIW talent, and I think that's awesome. So, yeah, let's uh, fully wrap this show up. And I just want to kind of throw this out there. If you would like to support Wrestling Cheers at all, Head on over to whatamaneuver.net. Pick yourself up a Wrestling Shears shirt. It's just our logo for right now. I haven't uh, paid to get anything else made. Actually, I have paid for something to get made, but I have to get the green light elsewhere because that's a different shirt that I really want to make. But just kind of need permission or just need to be told it's it's okay for me to make it. But only reason why I'm, I'm kind of pushing this is, like I said earlier in the episode, getting married this weekend. And if you'd like to buy us a gift, kind of just head on over to whatamaneuver.net, pick yourself up a tank top, hoodie, t-shirt, whatever. Actually, I think I need to pick up a wrestling shirts tank top. I used to never wear tank tops, but now I kind of like them, especially in the summer months and especially as pajama shirts. So much easier to sleep in a 
tank top than it is a t-shirt. And anybody who buys a shirt, I am always very much appreciative of it. I'm someone that has an appreciation for shirts in general. And when someone wants to wear my logo, I think it's awesome. And you know, as always, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Nounce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution, Baby. The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Add Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mics, This Ends at Prom and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men. Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and be sure to use the 10% off code when you order of Cheers so you can save yourself a little money. Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when here we go, brownies. Here we go. Wolf, wolf. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, Good night. The world, Good night. We love you, we'll see you next week